Today's episode is sponsored by Awesome Labs. For everything you need to build your own online store, do the smart thing. Visit beawesome.co.za. Awesome Labs, the web is chemistry. You're listening to Big Shot Business Podcast. The what, the why, and the how of building and running a successful business on the African continent. Here's your host, Linkford Biz. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Big Shot Business Podcast. I'm glad you could join me today. It's really an honor having you here. It's another week. Hope yours is up to a good start and you know everything you've been planning has been going well. And talking of exciting things, I'm really, really excited uh, to announce a great partnership we have um we have done with Vodaland, a service by Vodacom for businesses in South Africa. So Vodaland aims to get you a short-term business loan within 24 hours. This should be great for businesses that are located in South Africa, making at least 500,000 a year and have been in business for at least one year. So for businesses that can fit that criteria, we have a really, really amazing partnership that we've come to with um, Vodaland. So if you are interested in getting your business a short-term loan, whether it's for inventory or moving to a new office space or whatever it is that you might want to cover within the space, they have quite a number of options available. You can get um, um, a six six months um, term for the loan, or you can get nine months, or you can get 12 months. So depending on um, whatever it is that you want to cover, you can get a loan of up to 1.5 million rands. So that's an amazing thing that um, businesses in South Africa should and um, you know take advantage of. Um, and you know, it's something that is available for you right now. So just get in touch with me either via uh, social media or via the Big Shot Business Network, and you can take advantage of this partnership that we've come to with Vodaland. So it, that's an amazing thing. Anyways, it's a brand new week, and you know there are always things happening on the African continent. I hope everything is going well where you are and that um, your business is thriving and moving forward. Don't forget to innovate. It's a very important thing that we need to constantly be doing so that we can keep our businesses in check. Anyways, this week, um, I wanted to talk to you about something that I recently noticed. It's been something that I've been aware of for, for a number of years, but it's something that I recently noticed. And I understand there are gurus out there that are always talking about this. And... Um, I don't want to be in the same class as they are. Therefore, I'm not going to tell you the must and the must nots, but I'll tell you my experience of it and what I think you as a business owner should be aware of and look out for as you grow and uh, build a successful business on the African continent. We have all heard about it, right? From time to time, you have to self-reflect. From time to time, you have to set goals. Right. I'll start with self-reflection, mostly because that's where I started myself. And I got to a point where I looked back and said, everything that has led me here, has it led me to where I started out going? Have I come to the point where a couple of years ago I was saying, that's the point I want to be at? And in most cases, no. 
in most cases, there are things that have happened over the years that brought me to a point where I was questioning a lot of things, you know, um, questioning a lot of um, the data that is available out there um, when it comes to talking about building a business. I, I questioned the statistics. I questioned some of the information that uh, our leaders and governments and uh, um, government departments uh, send out there and say, these are the statistics that can help businesses grow. So I looked at all of those things and how they have contributed to how I've been doing business and realized that there was one great missing and great ingredient. And that missing ingredient is me, if I can put it that way. And uh, for most people, it would be, of course, them for, for their businesses. We have been trained in so many cases to continuously expect help from experts, which I then realized no one is an expert in something that has never existed. So all they can actually feed you is history. And that was quite a big blow to um, some of the fundamental building blocks that I had used in starting my business. So that moment of self-reflection gave me the time to look back and say, everything that I've been doing so far, has it been taking me where I want to go? Or have I been just doing it in the hope that it will take me there? And I realized, no. The information, the data, uh, the knowledge that I've been supplied so far is not taking me where I want to go. Um, mostly, if you look, um, if you look for information online on how to build a business, many, many people out there are building for an exit, right? You build your business, you grow it, it gets to a point where it's really, really making a lot of money and then you sell it, right? That's the information that I was mostly meeting. I'm not sure the information that you'll be meeting on your side, but most of the times you will find that many people that are trying to teach us about businesses, they are teaching us for an exit. And that's not where I wanted to go. I didn't want to build my business to then exit it at a particular point. I'm not the retiring type, right? So whilst it's an amazing, it's an amazing uh, um, way of looking at business where you build and sell, you build and sell, you build and sell and continuously do that, you will find, of course, when, it really, uh, when you really look at building wealth, you'll find that those methods of building businesses you actually make more um, um, as time goes on than you would if you were keeping the business. But that was not really what I wanted for my business. I wanted to build for keepers, right? I, I really wanted to keep my business. I didn't want to sell it. So that information really pushed me to get to a point where I was trapped between two. I am doing things for a business I want to sell, yet... I don't want to sell it, right? So there was that disconnect there where the strategies that I was applying were for a business you should sell and not for a business you are building to keep. So I had a lot of short-term relationships. I had a lot of short-term goals, right? Which really takes me to, to goals. And there are really two different aspects to goals that I wanted um, uh, to talk to you about today because... We've been told a lot of things about goals. We've been told 
everybody must set a goal. You must set a goal. In order to achieve something worthwhile, you must set the goal to achieve that thing, right? So we've been told to do all these things, even from, from, from tender ages, we've been told to set goals. But no one has been around long enough um, to really look at it and ask the question, has this helped in the long run? Has this helped in the long term? Because we've been living our lives as if, um, you know, living for the moment, if I can put it that way, living for, I have achieved this, I have achieved that, without realizing that life is not Lego, you know, you don't build it with pieces and you know, life is life. It's just one stretch uh, amount of time in which you have to find things to occupy yourself with. And for entrepreneurs, we occupy ourselves with our businesses and it becomes a very, a very um, transactional thing when most of the times all you're doing is businesses. Um, and when you're setting goals, it also becomes a very transactional thing. I want to achieve this. I want to do that by, by this time. I want to, to, to have a revenue of 5 million by, by end of the year. And we start chasing that goal. We start chasing that goal. One thing I've realized over the past years is there are two things to goals. When you set a goal, also set a goal of what will you do once that goal has been achieved and this is very important for 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 business owners i know most of the times you know if you listen to the gurus that are available on the internet um, if you listen to most of the things that they say is set a goal that is specific right like i want to um, make a revenue of five million by december 2021 right that's a very specific goal and it's achievable so you can break it down and say okay for me to be able to make five million a year this is how much i need to make a month this is how much i need to make a day and you can now set out you know um, uh, specific tasks to make you achieve the daily target knowing very well that you hit your daily target you hit the the you know the overall goal and that's that's fantastic that's beautiful it works right but um from a from a psychological standpoint i'm not a psychologist so if you want to ask your psychologist about this do feel free but i'm telling you from my experience which is from a psychological perspective having achieved a goal does not help unless you also set what you would then do after achieving that goal so i'll, I'll give you an example of um how things happened for me. So, 2015, I leave Cape Town, I come to Johannesburg and um, was employed then, right? Had some uh, misunderstanding with uh, uh, the guy I was working for and from there, I was homeless, jobless and in an area where I barely knew anyone. No connections, um, no network, so the basic thing I could do was stick around church because you would expect um, church folk to, to be understanding people and helpful, right? Long story short, 
I spent an entire year homeless until I finally decided to get into business for myself. And once I started doing that, there was hope, right? And the biggest, uh, the biggest goal that I had was to put a roof over my head and bread on my table. That was my big goal. And as time went on, I did put a roof over my head. I did put bread on my table. But then once those two were achieved, the energy vanished. The, 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 the zest, the, 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 you know, the zeal, the, that fire inside, it just vanished. So I was asking myself what had gone wrong between that time and during my time of self-reflection, I realized I had not set the goal that tells me what will then happen when this has been achieved, right? And I believe it's the case with most people. They get into business saying, this is what I want to do. I want to get the freedom that comes with working for myself. I want the, the, the luxury that comes with deciding what to do with my income and not having to wait for somebody to tell me what to do. Deciding how much I can earn and not waiting for somebody else to decide what I'm worth, right? Many people have you know, those goals before they start their businesses. And then they get into business and discover first things first, hit in your face, there's no freedom, right? The only freedom there is, is when your business has systems. But most people that start businesses, they're not MBA people. They're entrepreneurs and systems, they're just not part of our vocabulary. Until you start learning about it and start seeing, oh snap, I can't do this, I can't do that. I have to put systems to take care of those things. So it becomes a very interesting dynamic, right? So you find there is no freedom because the time you thought you would have, it doesn't work that way. You are constantly on your business 24-7, right? There's no, um, there's no, um, what do you call it? Um, the luxury that um, um, is so glamorized on social media about entrepreneurship, you quickly realize that's not true. And you quickly realize that whomever is living the luxurious life on social media, they're actually not living the luxurious life in life. So you quickly find out that the, the people that inspired you are not that inspiring after all. And then you quickly find out that your business is like a baby. So if, if, you, were, if you were married and you have children, now you've just introduced another child, right? And if you were not married and don't have children, you realized, oh, welcome to fatherhood because now you've given birth, right? And you are constantly involved in your business. Now, it might look like a very gloomy image or it does come with a lot of perks because nothing is as amazing and as beautiful as being able to decide how much you earn, being able to decide what you do with your finances being able to decide the lifestyle you live, right? It's all beautiful. However, entrepreneurship has been so romanticized that we think you just set a goal and automatically achieve it. But that's not how things work. So as business professionals, as, um, as business owners, as entrepreneurs on the, on the African continent, I think we need 
to start reflecting a bit of the actual truth on the ground, which is a very exciting thing, right? Because I think if you've if you've if you've done sales for a very considerable amount of time, you will notice that most of the times truth in the beginning makes the whole transaction smooth. Rather have it awkward in the beginning than have it awkward at the end, because when you have it awkward at the end, that's all people remember, the awkwardness at the end. If you have it in the beginning and then the end is a perfect one, everybody gets to have what they want, you realize, no, it actually works out. So telling the upcoming entrepreneurs the truth would be, would be a great thing. Don't glamorize things that are not glamorous. Don't... Uh, don't play poker face with people's lives. This is entrepreneurship. We're talking about it, and it's 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 one of the most difficult things anybody will ever venture into, and the most rewarding thing anybody will ever venture into. So that's why whenever um, we talk about entrepreneurship being the solution to Africa, most people uh, uh, come up with a question like, "If entrepreneurship is the solution, why are people not doing it?" They're not doing it because it's a very tough thing to do, right? Um, just waking up and saying, I'm going to be an entrepreneur is almost laughed at on the African continent because um, those that have come before us were not um, polished up to accept it as an actuality or accept it as a, as a possibility, right? They grew up in a, in a time where being a doctor or being a... Um, a teacher or being a police officer, a soldier, or think, you know, those uh, career options were all they, they knew. A few of them ventured into uh, entrepreneurship, but it was, not, um, it was not anything as it is today, right? So you will find um, most of us becoming first-generation entrepreneurs in our families. So that then becomes the, the the image because now you are the first one there you have no one to refer to that will say okay no these are how this is how the ropes are handled and this is how you do this and do that and these are the pitfalls to avoid nobody is there to to show you that so you have to figure out things on your own which is why when setting a goal and I'm, and I really encourage this when setting a goal don't just set the goal of what you want to achieve. Also set the goal of what will happen once you have achieved the goal that you want to achieve. Have you heard about Big Shot Business Network? It's the place to be for African entrepreneurs, business owners and professionals just like you. Join millions of fellow entrepreneurs today by visiting likeabigshot.com. Big Shot Business Network, connect, share, grow. There's also another aspect which um, I realized it was actually just um, a, a few weeks ago and uh, I've been developing this idea trying to see if I can find evidence of it having worked out either in the past or in things I have done myself. And I realized it has worked out and I'll give an example of Elon Musk here. He is one crazy dude. He has really set up some, some really insane goals for himself. Most of which we know very well they will not be achieved, but that's the point. Setting a goal that you can constantly check. I remember um, Elaine Cardone um, in her book, um, How to Build an Empire, saying she gave her husband an unattainable goal. 
and told them to chase it, knowing very well that as much as, uh, for as long as he is chasing it, the amount of things that you achieve on the way will be so phenomenal. The life that she wants is covered three, four, five times over within the things that you'll be able to do just chasing that one goal. Um, I believe the goal that she had set for her husband was to get a billion dollars. And she quickly realized how easy it became for him to get a million, a hundred million and all that. And it all came to the conclusion that once you have set a goal that's unattainable, don't give up because you know it's unattainable. Chase it and try to try to get as close to it as possible, right? And once you have once you, once once you get close enough to it, you begin to realize how much you have achieved over the period of trying to get to that unattainable goal. So it's also a very important thing to set goals that you know this is unattainable based on what I have now or what I am now, but if I chase it as much as I can, the lifestyle that I want to be covered, the, uh, the, 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 the freedom that comes with entrepreneurship, really, um, I'll be able to enjoy it because I would have surpassed uh, the threshold upon which that freedom becomes visible. Right. There is a threshold. Don't, tell, don't let anybody uh, uh, tell you that the sky is the limit. There is not even a sky, but there is a threshold of the amount of revenue you are making, the amount of time you are investing. That will get to a point where you begin to see the freedom that you actually seek. Right. Somebody once said um, entrepreneurship, I mean, entrepreneurs are crazy people that quit a 40 hour a week job to do an 80 hour a week business <laughs> it's amazing right but then entrepreneurship is also about ownership entrepreneurship is also about control right and if you have been listening to this podcast for uh, since the beginning you will notice that ownership and control are a key topics especially when i'm talking about entrepreneurship because i believe once you own something and control how you know, how things happen around you, you get to enjoy the freedom that comes with it. You get to actually see the freedom that comes with it. So whenever there are things that need to be done, you can actually see how to achieve those things because you are the one in control and in charge of everything. So you can, um, you can decide today that, hey, look, I'm going to expand my business to um, and open formal branches, right? Instead of having to send proposal after proposal to your supervisor saying, hey, we've got demand in this location. Can we open a branch there? And the guy is like, no, because probably his girlfriend or someone stays there and he doesn't want that. Would you understand? It's, it's such funny, funny uh, stories that stop businesses from growing. Some things that are super personal that you wonder why people are even at those posts or at those uh, uh, in those careers if they're not there to make the business grow and the owners are not even aware of it. So it's a very interesting thing when you become an entrepreneur because these are some of the things that you begin to see firsthand, right? So when you set a goal that is unattainable, right? Actually, even saying it's a goal that is unattainable would be... Um, would be would be a challenge it would be sort of a falsity actually because 
there is no goal that is unattainable. It's just that some goals at the moment that you set them and based on who you are at that moment and what you have at that moment, some of those goals will be unattainable for that you. But we're constantly improving as entrepreneurs and as you chase that goal, you grow, right? And by the time you, you are hitting so close to it, you are hitting so far beyond far average that you begin to see that, hey, wait, this was unattainable three years ago, but it's way attainable right now, right? It was unattainable um, before you knew what you know now, but now you're looking at it and saying, oh yeah, this is how I'm going to achieve this. I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that, A, B, C, and you'll see exactly how you can get that thing done. But most of the times when we say it's unattainable, it's mostly because it's based on who we are at the moment and what we have at the moment, right? Now, all of those things are not static, the dynamic. At one moment, you can know something that will change your entire life. You know, there's something Zig Ziglar used to say. He would, uh, he would stand in front of his audience and say, if you believe that there is something you can do today that will change tomorrow for the worst, lift up your hand. <laughs> and people would laugh about it and lift their hands. And mostly it would be the entire audience because people know you do a wrong move, uh, things could go horribly bad, right? And he would also say, how many of you know that there is something you can do today that will change your life for the best or for good um, in the next two weeks? And still people would lift their heads and laugh about it because they would, they would have realized at that moment that, hey, wait, this thing is neutral. The only, uh, um, the only constant here is doing something. So you could do something and it would turn out bad and you could do something and it would turn out good. So the only constant is actually doing something, right? So if you're going to be doing something anyway, you might as well do something that will give you good results. You might as well do something that will give you the results that at least you desire, right? So setting an unattainable goal will swing your averages so far. Um, actually, it will swing you so far beyond average that you will be achieving some incredible things on the way, right? For example, I'll give you an example now. now let, me, let me make this practical. For example, let's say you're a restaurant owner. You have a single branch, right? Let's say perhaps you have a single branch in a very popular neighborhood and your clients are people you almost know every day and very regular um, uh, visitors. And from time to time, you get some people that come from further away cities and things like that, right? Your business is thriving. Your business is doing well. You're getting the number of clients that, you know, hits the threshold that you say, okay, my business is growing. And each month you are getting new and new customers coming to your business. And people are talking about your business. Your reviews online are great. Um, you have even added delivery services. So everybody is kind of happy with how you are handling your business, right? And then one of your clients uh, perhaps moves to another city. Uh, now they're a bit far away from where you are and they can't really get your service in that region. And they keep talking about you and keep talking about you to a point where 
everybody they know wants to visit this restaurant. Maybe your client decides, oh, you know what, let me take a couple of my friends and go show them. They come to you and one of them is like, hey, why don't you open a branch in that other city, right? They're like, oh, yeah, cool. If we, you know, we'll look at it, we'll look at it and maybe we'll open a branch. You look at it, you look at it and you think, huh, this could actually work. But then that triggers another idea and say, what other cities have I not looked at where this could actually work? Right. So now you're thinking, oh, okay, let me open a branch there. You open a branch. It's thriving. It's amazing. It's almost outperforming the first one. Right. And everything looks like it's going well. Right. And then you, you set yourself a goal that every year we must open a branch in a city. Right. You get to a point where you now have 10 branches. So that's 10 cities that you've opened branches in. And somebody comes to you and says, this is franchisable, right? Why don't you franchise it and, you know, let it go nationwide or let it go worldwide, right? It's, it's a great idea, right? If it's franchisable, yes, then by all means, go for it. And then you set a goal that we want to saturate the world in such a way that you don't drive five kilometers without seeing our restaurant. That's an almost unattainable goal. But the things you will be able to achieve in pursuit of that goal, the level of sophistication that will come to you, the things you will learn, the type of people you will begin to connect with, they're not they're not the, the same people you were connecting with when you started, when you still had one restaurant, right? They're not. It's a different level of connection now. It's a different level of network. The, the level of skills themselves in the people that you're beginning to meet, right? All of those things would have changed because you are not the same anymore. You're not the same person that used to have one restaurant. Now, you're probably uh, a multimillionaire restaurant owner with restaurants across the entire world or at least restaurants on every continent right so by that time the things you know how you do things and the systems you have built have made you an amazing genius in doing your kind of business and all of those things you learned them on the ground all of those things started with you setting an unattainable goal right so from time to time, we need to set those unattainable goals so that we get to learn in pursuit, right? We get to learn whilst we're chasing something. You get to learn, you get to improve, you get to become a sophisticated business owner, an expert in your industry, not because you were taught by someone else, but you learned from the School of Hard Knocks itself, learning on the ground and understanding how businesses are run from the ground up. Now, most of the times we have people that would um, try to teach us how businesses are run by just starting where you are and then trying to build it from there. But you would have learned what it's like to build a business from the ground going up. And that's a fantastic thing. That's a fantastic thing. So when setting those unattainable goals, 
don't set that goal and say ah yeah it's unachievable we'll leave it no set that goal and say i want to swing so far ahead of the average by the time i i, I get to the to the deadline of this goal i'll be so close to it what i would have achieved will overshadow the desire to even achieve it you understand so it's a very important thing to also set unattainable goals now like i said in the beginning i'm not going to tell you the must and the must nots but you need to understand that from a psychological standpoint you need something to chase if you're not chasing anything that fire dies you know so you need to constantly chase something and this is where um L Nightingale's definition of success comes into play where he says success is the pursuit of anything worth achieving. So if you have something worth achieving that you're pursuing, you are a success. When you have achieved that thing, you're no longer a success because you're not chasing anything. So these definitions will help you set goals and set the goal of what happens after you have achieved your goal and at the same time set unattainable goals so that you constantly have something to chase i remember uh starting out um all i wanted to do was get 80,000 a month right and then i hit it and the energy was gone and then that income started dropping again back right and i had to set another one i want to achieve 100,000 and the first time I hit it and that energy starts dropping. So I began to, to understand how my psychology works around goals. And we can't use this blanket statement about how to achieve goals. You have to find out for yourself what's your psychology around goals. How do you achieve yours and what happens after you've achieved your goal? I think in most cases, after you've achieved the goal, the fire dies because you're no longer chasing anything, which is why I think have a life goal and have your short-term and long-term goals, but have a life goal, a goal that says, this is the meaning of my life. Have that goal and make it something unattainable. Make it something so ridiculously unattainable it excites you to chase it. You're like, I just want to see how far ahead of average I can swing, right? So whenever you're setting those type of goals, you're constantly having something to, 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 um, to achieve, right? Uh, when I started out in 2009, the real reason I actually left home was not the economic situation in the country. No, the real reason was I didn't want to be a burden to anyone, right? And everything I have done since was so that I don't become a burden to anyone, whether as a young man, as a married man, as a father, or as a, a, a um, you know, as an elderly man. I don't want to be a burden to anyone, right? So everything I've done has always been in pursuit of me becoming self-sufficient in such a way I don't become a burden to anyone and it's an important thing for business owners to have that underlying goal that everything you do 
is aimed at achieving that underlying goal, right? When you say your business has to have revenues um, of 10 million a, a year, right? That 10 million a year is a contribution to your broader goal. It could be retiring with a billion bucks in your bank, or it could be buying an island, it could be building the next uh, tech university in your country, it could be, I don't know, building temples for your God. It could be anything, but let that be the underlying goal, the unattainable underlying goal, right, that you can pursue, or at least set one unattainable goal that you can pursue. And just to, just to recap everything I've been trying to say here is that when you set your first goal, right, also set what happens once that goal has been achieved, right? If let's say you had set a goal saying, okay, cool, I want my business to make 100,000 a month, all right? What happens when you start re reaching uh, 100,000 uh, a month? Maybe what you can set there is say, okay, when I start reaching 100,000 a month, what I want to do is to start using that 100,000 uh, um, a month to get me to a point where I'm now making 500,000 a month. And then when I get to 500,000 a month, I'll use that 500,000 a month to push me to a point where I'm making a million a month. When I start making a million a month, I'll push myself, I'll, I'll use that 1 million to get me to a point where I'm making 5 million. Do you get it? So you will be setting goal after goal, goal after goal, knowing very well that once this is achieved, this is the next thing. Once this is achieved, this is the next thing. Now you could use that as a formula saying, okay, I reach 100,000. I reach 500,000, I reach 1 million, I reach 5 million, I reach 10 million, I reach 100 million, I reach 500 million. Do you get it? So it's, 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 uh, you could actually set that as an incremental formula on your goal, right? So that you constantly have something to, to chase, right? You don't want that flame dying away just because you've achieved a tiny uh, or your first goal. And then the second thing I was, um, um, I was, uh, I was also trying to uh, emphasize was the fact that it is important to set an unattainable goal. Once you have set uh, an unattainable goal, the amount of things you will achieve in pursuit of that goal will be so great, so amazing. You're swinging so far ahead average that you get the lifestyle you want. You get the freedom you want. You get to, to if you are interested in the glamour, you get the glamour that comes with entrepreneurship, right? You get the, the attention that comes with entrepreneurship if you love attention, right? And it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing loving attention. If you want attention, get attention. You understand? Entrepreneurship is about going to get what you want, right? So go get it. You understand? So that's something I just thought we as business owners need to be aware of. And I'm hoping you found value in this, in that um, you need to set goals. Of course, I didn't talk about how you set goals. That wasn't the point of this um, of this recording today. But the point was to know what happens once you have achieved your goal. And secondly, set another unattainable goal, right? That you are constantly in pursuit of. And if possible, let there be an underlying goal that gives meaning to your life. An underlying goal that says everything I'm doing is to achieve that goal. Whether I have set my business to, 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 to get revenues of 100 million, it's to achieve that goal. So at the end of the day, you will have no moment 
where your energy lapses because there's nothing to chase. You are constantly in the chase of something you want to achieve. Now, whether or not you then achieve it is, is not the point, but the point is having something you are constantly chasing in your life. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Remember to subscribe, review, and share this podcast. Be sure to join millions of fellow entrepreneurs at Big Shot Business Network. For this week's show notes, visit likeabigshot.com slash podcast. Until next week, this has been the Big Shot Business Podcast. Podcast.